A very good afternoon to all brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is the 10th December 2023, yeah? Sunday class. Uh, we're supposed to share Sunday from this book. What is the difference between awareness and consciousness? Okay, we are at page 38. 38, yeah. Okay, so as usual, we will be having this Pisca Puja, yeah? And we will have a short version, yeah? Let us compose our mind, develop the sadha, virya, then mindfully we shall commence the puja chanting. Namo pen su su jia moni ho. Namo pen su su jia moni ho. Namo pen su su jia moni ho. Namo kwan sing pusa. Namo kwan sing pusa. Namo kwan sing pusa. Namo ami tofo. Namo Amitopo, Namo Amitopo, Namo Milopo, Namo Milopo, Namo Milopo, Namo Pussy and Pussa, Namo Pussy and Pussa, Namo Pussy and Pussa, Namo Tisawa Pussa, Namo Tisawa Pussa, Namo Tisawa Pussa, Namo Four Pussa. Namo for Pusa, Namo for Pusa. Arahang Sama Sam Buddha Bagawa, Buddha Bagawantang Abiwa Devi. Swakato Bagawata Dhammo, Dhammam Namasami. Supatipano Bhagavato Sawakasango Sanghang Namami Namotasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranang Gajami Dhammang Saranang Gajami Sanghang Saranang Gajami Dutiampi Bhutang Saranang Gajami Dutiampi Dhammang Saranang Gajami Dutiampi Sanghang Saranang Gajami Dutiampi Bhutang Saranang Gajami Dutiampi Dhammang Saranang Gajami Tatiampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Panati Patawe Ramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Adinadana We Ramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Tamesumichachara Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Musawada Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami 
สุราเมรายามาจาปะมาตตานะเอรามานิสิกาปะดังสมาธิยามิสาธุสาธุสาธุโอเคเดี๋ยวสปีรัสไปตรีปัจจัยบดังปุจเจดมังปุจเจสังหังปุจเจโอเค you all can be seated just relax body and mind then turn to page six of the chanting book We shall do the invocation to the devas. Invocation to the devas. In this universe, in their entirety, let the deities or devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the King of Sages, which gives heaven and release nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. สมันตาเชียกวาเลสุอตราหะจันตุเดวเตสัตตมังมุนีราชสสุนันตุสัคโมกดังดัมมสุนันกาโลอายัง Badanta, Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta, Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta, Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa, Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Iti Beso Bhagavato Arahan Sama Sambuddho Pija Charana Sampano สุกาโตโลกวิดูอนุตโรปุริสัตดัมมัสารติสัตตาเดวามนุสารังปุตโตบกวัติสวกาโตบกวัตาดัมโมสันติติโกอาคาลิโกเอหิปัสิกโอโอปานายโกตัณจตังวิจิตากุปินโอทิติสุปฏิปันโอปะกาวโตสาวกสังโกอุจุปฏิปันโอปะกาวโตสาวกสังโก雅吉达加达利菩萨卢伽尼阿德菩萨布伽拉耶萨巴伽瓦多萨瓦克桑哥阿呼尼哟巴呼尼哟
Dakinio Angelica Anio Anotaram Punyanketang Lokasati Sadu 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 Okay, so you all can be seated and we shall continue from where we stop. Eh? Turn to page 38 eh, of this book. What is the difference between awareness and consciousness? Eh? This book is based on a transcript from the talk that I delivered eh, uh, in the year 2019, eh, which is about four and a half years ago, eh, 11 July 2019. Okay. Then the last one that the Buddha taught is the Ninth Consciousness. This one is very easy to understand. So I asked at that time, what is it? When you go through yeah, the cessation of form and mind, means the realization of Nibbana. This Ninth Consciousness is by right not a consciousness, but they still call it a consciousness because they don't have a clear understanding of what Nibbana is. They sometimes call it your true nature, your Buddha nature, but this is the unconditioned, so it's not a consciousness. So by right, the word use is not appropriate or wrong. That is why sometimes people get so impressed by Mahayana because they say Theroda has only one type of consciousness but we have none. Then they will ask you, do you know what is Ti Liu Se, Ti Qi Se and Ti Pa Se means the Mahayana 6, 7 and 8 consciousness spoken in Mandarin. They are just the six, seven, and eight consciousness. It is just the same as our Theranus five aggregates of form and mind as explained by me earlier. Nothing more than that. Yeah. And the next section is 3.3.1.14, the collapse of the mundane mind. This part is not easy to understand, eh? but I think there are some eh, cultivated all the way, especially Kayamika, who have progressed quite well. They may soon understand all this. Yeah. Then I ask, do you know why I can understand all this? It is because when my mindfulness became so stable, I saw all this movement inside my Monday mind. I saw them all. When your stability of mindfulness and wisdom are so established, your mind can be at the moment of contact, at the moment of feeling, and it does not move. And you can investigate it. At that moment, it does not move because there is no more ignorance, no more avidya. And all those craving force that cause the movement, they are also no more there. 
That's the reason why it cannot move. Then later on, or later when they become pure aggregates, it's even more amazing. One will inquire, how come inside there is like no more mind, no movement at all? Everything is so fine. Then my nature realized this is the supramundane mind. The mundane mind had collapsed. The mundane mind collapsed because the wisdom energy within it is so fine and so pure. The vibration is so fine. Then this mundane mind, which is too gross to exist, will collapse. It's like a layer of consciousness. They just drop off completely from your forehead. And when it drops off, it's like the sky suddenly all the clouds and everything that obscure the sun's ray from penetrating is no more. Then what happened? The sun ray penetrates, right? Our nature is the same. When the Monday mind collapses, I realize this pure nature shine form. It's like there is no more of this gross mundane mind with its images and the Sankara mind states to obscure the true mind. There is no more of those gross form or rupa, the gross thought, the mental formation, etc. are like completely cleared and gone. What is left is just this very fine supramundane mind, which is like no mind. This is the pure awareness nature, it just shine form. So the next section is the nature shine form. When this nature shine form, that time I felt very different. And my nature was so amazed. How come it's like that? Suddenly I can see everything, despite nothing having changed. And not everything is Sorry, and now everything is so clear. The sati, the awareness nature, it just shines more. There is like no need to cultivate mindfulness or awareness anymore because that nature has shined more. You are fully aware. And this is what Master Huining called the mind that has no dwelling. It doesn't dwell anymore, anyway. It is that nature that shines for. That is why it is very different. When that thing happens, I can still remember, I sat there alone for three to four days and I was telling my wife, how come it's like that? Truth is everywhere in the midst of life and nature. Why can't you see? For those who see, they always see. Every moment and every instant, the three universal characteristics of nature, Anichang, Tukang, Ananta, they are there. Everything is so clear. That happened in 1989. Now it is 2019 at the time when I delivered that talk. Eh? So how many years ago? It's almost 30 years ago. So until now, it's, you add another four years, eh? 34 years already. So half my life. Eh? Now, I only had the chance to explain all this. 
before people could not understand. But don't worry. Please don't go and look for all this. Your time will come. You can never understand until you have gone through all those cultivations. So now you reflect back. Eh? Four years ago when I spoke this, I think hardly anybody understands. But now, quite a lot of Kaimita can follow. They can more or less uh, roughly gauge and develop the understanding of what all this is and how it is possible. Then I continue. But for most of you, because the Kayamita force is very strong, so things can move very fast. At that time, I already felt it. That's why four years later, now you see the result. Eh? And that's the reason why a lot of you all now can understand this sharing of mine much better now. In fact, the ability to understand all this is not easy. It means you must have had your past cultivation. You must have your parami, and because of that, this life is not a problem at all. It's quite easy for you all to develop the requisite understanding. Do listen to the recording, the video, the audio recording, and later with the transcript, you can read them, reflect and contemplate on them. Then you will become beautiful. You must learn to write them down to confirm your understanding. It's going to be very beautiful. Okay, I think we stop our sharing. Yeah, then that is the end of the closing puja. Huh? Okay, we shall end our today's sharing. Let us rejoice one more time. Huh? Then they all rejoice. Then we will end after chanting the closing puja. Then we continue. Huh? There is a message from a Kayamita who have to do up the transcript. Eh? So this one is from a Kayamita who is still quite new. I think just joined us recently. Eh? So he said, most grateful to Brayatio. Yes, the above transcript sharing is truly beautiful. The below quote by Brayatio is most beautiful. Be mindful and aware all the time. Just don't stir your mind anymore and let things be. Then all the defilement, which are not intrinsic, will settle down by itself naturally to reveal the truth. This clarity will reveal the true nature of everything inside and outside, leading to true peace and wisdom within. So he managed to get this quote of me, which is very beautiful. And that's why he like it and he reproduce it. And then with Meta always, he is our Kaimita, Brother Bingley. Okay, then we go on to the short notes. Okay, here Appendix 4 is the audio and whiteboard and YouTube link of this talk and this sharing that you may need to like re-listen to it or go through it again. Eh? So the links are all there. Eh? If you click on it, it will play for you. Eh? 
we have our MP3, which is the audio link. Then the whiteboard is the short notes that we had that day. All the whiteboard notes that we have written. Then, of course, the last one is the YouTube sharing. And this YouTube sharing is very good because I think it lasted almost three hours. Uh, two plus to three hours. But funny, uh, very strange. This is the only YouTube that is so long. It has so many people logging in. Listen. <laughs> so this one must have actually have a lot of people. Then 4.2 is the outline short notes. Uh, there is a Kalimita who actually developed the short note. Uh, then we added in as an appendix. So these below short notes were prepared to help others better understand what has been shared. So at that time, there is no transcript. So the short note actually helped. So outline short note for Relatives 11, July 2019, the top, on the topic. What is the difference between consciousness and awareness? So the first short note is, Sister A.B. shared that where one is conscious of life, it does not mean one is also aware of life. Conscious means you can be conscious of what you see, what you hear, what you tactically feel, taste, smell, and think, but one might be heedless. Awareness means being aware from within, aware of whatever that goes on within our form and mind. For those who meditate well, they can go into their sleeping mode and still be aware inside while the body rests or sleeps. There are two types of awareness. The first type is the normal, spacious phenomenal awareness, whereby one is aware of what is going on. Most people are not aware because they are lost in thought most of the time. But when you are aware, you are with your true mind. You are aware of thoughts, content of consciousness, and bodily movements, and mental movements, and nature's movement. This is the specific phenomenal awareness, whereby one is aware of the phenomenon. Sorry, uh, I read again. Eh? This is the specific phenomenal awareness, whereby one's awareness and the phenomena are one, or move as one. The other type is the silent spacious awareness without a center. We call it the spacious awareness without a center. This awareness becomes one with nature, leading to the oneness nature. Awareness is the same as sati, and we can define sati as the pure awareness before the knowing, before the perception, before the arising of the thought process, the thinking and all this thing. Conscious means when you are not in the sleeping mode. When you wake up, you become conscious. You can become conscious of life itself. You have senses in your body. And because of that, you can be conscious of what you see what you taste, what you hear, what you smell, what you technically feel and think. Then dependent on this sixth sense door, consciousness, there can, there must be six sense basis. 
And these six sense bases give rise to the six types of corresponding sense of consciousness. Reason why the Mahayana tradition teaches the nine type of consciousness. In the tradition, there is only one word for consciousness, that is Vinyanam. Basically, there are three Pali words used to denote mind, and they are Mano, Chitta, and Vinyanam. There are differences among them. Mano is often used in the Dhammapada verses 1 and 2, where the Buddha actually proclaimed, Mind is the foreign of all things, mind is she, and this mind, which is the mundane mind, is called Mano. Mind make a day. He wants to speak or act with an evil mind. Dukkha will follow him, just like the wheel that follows the hoofprint of the ox that draws the cart. In the Four Foundation of Mindfulness, the Tipatana Sutta, there is this mindfulness of the Chitta, and they call it Chitta Nupasana. That is mindfulness of content of consciousness, where the word Chitta is used as meaning the content of consciousness. Whereas the law of dependent origination of Paticca Samabhada teaching, the third link is Sankara Pachya Vinyana, followed by Vinyana Pachya Namaru or Namarupa. Here, Vinyana, the third link, is the pure consciousness, one of the four aggregates of mind, or they call it the receptacle, because the input of the content of consciousness. Sorry, before one of the four minds aggregate before the input of the content of consciousness. So this is a receptacle. When the content of consciousness goes in, it becomes Namarupa, which is your mental five aggregates of form and mind. Or we call it the thought. Uh, down a bit, down a bit. Okay. Okay, so that part. Uh, hence, Chitta is your five mental aggregates of form and mind, which is your thought. Initially, in the seeing, there is only the pure seeing consciousness, and there is no one to see. This is your direct seeing, seeing things as they are, before the stirring of the mind. But due to ignorance, avijja, upon contact of mind with brain, the mind was stirred. Then through wrong perception, use opinion and conditioning, you input the content of consciousness with the evil roots, thereby creating the karmic consciousness. Wholesome or unwholesome is kusala and akusala. This is acting according to memory. Then the first five consciousness are your respective seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, smell, taste and touch of tactile consciousness. The sixth consciousness is sanya or perception, connected to the mind, which is the common denominator needed for the arising of all these respective sense door consciousness. When the mind perceives, this sixth consciousness arises. That's why the sixth consciousness is called sanya perception. Then the seven consciousness arise due to the egoic or discriminating mind, 
previous views, opinion, conditioning, belief system, memories, etc. This egoic or discriminated mind creates mental hindrance of like and dislike, causing the mind to stir constantly while living life. This mental hindrance thus gives rise to habitual tendency, leading to latent tendency like understanding. So the seven consciousness create karmic consequences. And they sometimes also call it the discriminating consciousness. That's why the seven consciousness is actually the aggregate of Sankara. Sankara Sanya. So Sankara is the seven aggregate. Sanya is perception. The moment you perceive, you think, you stir, you react, you create emotion. Everything that your mind can do, including perception, that is Sankara. That is the content of consciousness. So the six and seven consciousness, they move very fast. Sankara Sanya. Then after that, as for the eight consciousness, they call it the alaya consciousness or storehouse consciousness of coming accumulation. So it is the result of the seven consciousness that act as a mental organ. So this one is just for easy understanding. Huh? Simplicity means they take in the seven consciousness as the organ, the mental, the memory, the mental organ. So this seven consciousness, if it's like an organ, means it needs a sense data in the center. So the sense data are your external sense data. The six sense got their respective sense data. So when the sense data come in, like the physics experiment, yeah, upon contact with the sense basis, it triggers the respective sense door consciousness. Means you like the light bulb, it lights up, you become conscious. Conscious of what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, and what you mentally feel, tactile, yeah, and think. So, this respective sense of consciousness is what the resultant in consciousness is all about. So, perception brings in the external form means the sense data into the mind. Then upon contact of this external sense data with the mind, the consciousness, yeah, and the brain, which is the mental organ, or we call it the discriminative consciousness, the mind consciousness, which is the eight consciousness, alaya consciousness, arise. When you have stability of mindfulness, you can be at the moment of contact, feeling, perception, activity of mind, or even the arising of consciousness, or the moment the content are input. You can see them all clearly. Human beings normally act according to memories, but with Dhamma understanding, one need not act according to memory. One can act according to wisdom or Dhamma understanding which is the Dhamma understanding born of the first and second turning wisdom, Uniso, Anasikara, the initial wisdom. Then later on, 
the tertiary wisdom, which is Bhavana Mayapanya. So this one becomes right view. That's why acting according to wisdom or Dhamma understanding give rise to right view. And right views are very important. Wrong thought make one miserable. After straightening one's view, you can then act according to understanding or wisdom, following the Dhamma way, which is the Noble Evil Path. Then understanding Kama Niyama, Chitta Niyama, and Dhamma Niyama, the three important spiritual law, right view, are needed for the arising of right view and right understanding. For the Aryas, the enlightened being, there is no more discriminative mind. Their aggregates of mind are non-grasping. There is no more egoic mind to cling anymore. So due to mindfulness or awareness and wisdom, one can input the pure content of consciousness. That's why, according to Dhammapada verse 21, heedfulness is the path to the deathless. Heedlessness is the path to the dead. The heedful do not die, whereas the heedless are as if dead. Then Dhammapada verse 23, the constantly meditative and ever mindful, he or she will realize the supreme, born-free enlightenment, Nibbana, in the here and the now. In the Avijja Sutta, there are ten steps leading to liberation. And step one is to have Dhamma friends of Kayamita to cultivate together. Dhamma friends who can guide, counsel, motivate, encourage, and help show us the way. Great beings nature, those of the Buddha and Bodhisattvas are two great Dhamma friends. Step two, listening to the true Dhamma. Then step three, having faith in the triple gem. Then step four, having initial wisdom or the wise attention, manaskara at the moment of sense experience. Then step five is ability to develop Sati Sambhajana. Mindfulness and clear comprehension. Step six is sense restraint. Step seven is the three way of right conduct or good conduct. Then step eight is cultivation of the four foundation of mindfulness. This step eight can be cultivated with ease, giving rise to step nine, the seven enlightenment factors. They will keep on arising. You then know you are on the right path. Then step 10, enlightenment in the here and the now, they become very natural. So to understand the Avijja Sutta better, please listen to the below YouTube and view my below PDF download. So there is the link down there. So you can listen to it when you're free. Then the next short note is, after listening to the Dhamma, you should inquire, reflect, and contemplate in the three turnings of the four number two. When you contemplate and is able to see how the Dhamma stand up to investigation, then there is a very strong faith in the Buddha and his teaching. You then stabilize your understanding 
and you can assimilate this understanding into your nature, leading to the arising of a very stable understanding which they call Yoniso Manaskara, born of the first and second turning wisdom. This understanding will surface when you confront sense experience, born of the first noble truth in realities. This understanding can liberate you. With this Yoniso Manaskara, you become less reactive. Your mind stir less. You have more equanimity. Is more at peace with whatever arises. You will have more moments of silence and awareness. And this will give rise to more space between thought. The five daily contemplations are also very useful and very important. We will understand why the Buddha said our body is of the nature to grow old, forsake, and die, for he has not gone beyond all his sickness and death. Then we will also understand separation from loved one and prized possession of things we cherish. When conditions is to be. And finally, we will also understand the fifth contemplation, which is most important. The Buddha said, we are all born of karma. Heir to our karma is owner of our action. And to our karma, conditions supported by our karma, and we are what we are because of our karma. Then the next short note is Anichang Dukkang and Anatta are the three universal characteristics of nature, inherent in all component things, means all phenomena. With this right understanding, you can confront any issue in life with wisdom, understanding, and compassion. You need mindfulness and wisdom, or what we call Yonisotmanaskara, wise attention at the moment of sense experience. The initial wisdom that you had cultivated will prompt you to act following Noble Eiffel Path with the appropriate right view. Then note 16, short note 16. Original mind, your true mind, is tranquil and just away, understand this. <coughs> All the negative emotions and Sankara mind states, they are not intrinsic within. When the sense desire or sensual desire, etc., arise, silent your mind and your mundane thinking mind will slowly settle up on its own, to knowing that they are all conditioned arising tomorrow. Then just maintain silence and be with all these phenomena or movement or emotion or mental states. Then all these mental states or emotions born of wrong view or wrong thought, they will start to slow down and dissipate. Then you will realize your true mind your silent mind, with inner awareness within. Then no more agitation, but only tranquility and stillness. With this, you will be able to witness how the reason mental hindrance is to be. You can then meditate on 
mindfulness of the six internal sense bases and the six external sense bases to trace the origination factor. Then retrospectively reverse it. With this, you will develop understanding and know how the unarranged mental hindrance of sensual desire come to be, means how they arise. You will come to understand that they come through the senses. Example, hearing, seeing, or recalling something that trigger it. Then you know how to free your mind. With this wisdom and right view, you will also come to know how in the future this mental hindrance will not arise anymore. This is part of the Satipatthana's Dhammanupasana cultivation. Then short note number 17. <clears throat> Be mindful of the mental hindrance that arise. Be mindful of the five aggregates of form and mind. Be sati sampajana means mindfulness and clear comprehension at the moment of sense experience. Mindfulness is so stable that you can be at the moment of contact even before the content of consciousness is inputted. Without wisdom, upon contact, feeling will arise to condition craving. With yoniso manasikara or wisdom, feeling will remain as pure feeling. Then this pure feeling would not stir, would not be conditioned into craving. With mindfulness of the six internal and six external sense spaces cultivated, you will come to understand how fear, anger, restlessness of mind, sensual desire, ill will, doubt, etc. arise. Then this mental state will all cease and you just stay mindful with it. With wisdom, there is no more egoic mind. Sankara become pure aggregates. The eight consciousness become pure consciousness, free of the three evils of greed, hatred and delusion. That's the reason why Arahants, they don't have rebirth consciousness when they die. All karmic imprints are recorded in one's karmic nature. Thus the Buddha said, you are born of your karma, heir to your karma, conditioned and supported by your karma, and you are what you are because of your karma. These are why you need to take care of karma, as your life depends entirely on it. Then note 19, the nine consciousness is the cessation of former mind, the realization of Nibbana, means one Monday mind realizes itself and sees. Then that manifestation of that cessation will allow the former mind that has gone through the cessation to understand what your true nature is, what your Buddha nature is. They are the unconditioned. But there is nothing inside there, no word, no consciousness, no mind, nothing. You cannot talk about it, you cannot describe it, you, you cannot like give any meaning to it. That's why they will always tell you, when one realizes Nibbana or go through the cessation process, they will tell you, there is nothing to talk about. Whatever word you use is not that thing. 
There is complete cessation of all my mind. The unconditioned, nothing to do with the conditioned world. You cannot understand it through the thought process. You need to realize it. Yeah. Then, short note 20. The pure wisdom energy, when you develop the fourth support, which is trust, is so fine that the mundane mind will eventually collapse. And then the super mundane mind, from within that nature, they will shine forth. The reason being, no more mundane minds cross Sankara or mind state to obscure the true mind. This supramundane mind is the mind that has no dwelling as taught by Master Huining. When the nature shines forth, mindfulness becomes like automatic and the three universal characteristics of nature, Anicang, Dukkang, Anatta is clearly seen at all times, even while in the midst of life and nature. <clears throat> For those who see, they will always see <clears throat> this truth. Then finally, the last note is note 21. Bertio encourages Karimita to listen to this audio file and watch the video on the website. And the link provided above for a clearer comprehension of the topic. <clears throat> also, to read through the transcript when it's available and constantly reflect upon them to develop the clear understanding. So this above short note was prepared by Sister Chong, huh? Chong Puyuan, which is Wan Chi and his brother Chong's uh, daughter. Huh? So we all should rejoice. Huh? Sad, sad, sad. Okay, so we have uh, finish the sharing from this book and maybe we can have our three minutes of toilet break then after that you can have your 45 minutes of awareness based meditation okay so now we are off the line then we will give you 45 minutes to develop this inner awareness based meditation by now, I believe everybody is familiar huh, with this awareness-based meditation. It is a type of awareness-based training where we train our mind not to do anything, just to relax, maintain awareness, and silence everything to stabilize the awareness within, to realize our true mind. Then to use it, to meditate. Without this silent mind, the inner awareness nature, your sati cannot be stabilized. Your sati cannot be established. That's why awareness nature is very important. When you are fully aware, means you are mindful without thought. So this awareness nature needs the full support for it to arise, for it to have the ability to stabilize. So the four support, remember the first three especially, relax, maintain awareness, and stabilize the awareness. 
is first three good enough. After that, when you are able to do it, then silence everything. Don't try to know, don't try to do anything. Stay at the heart area. And let your stability or awareness develop. Detect the gateway around your heart area. Yeah. Then use the fourth support trust to develop the higher wisdom, the higher spiritual transformation needed for one to progress further. So trust is that word, trust. Trust your nature to do. No more activity from your thought process. No more mundane thinking, mundane stirring, or mundane doing. That one is all from the thought, giving rise to thought-based meditation. So awareness-based meditation is to develop the inner awareness to observe, to insight in the phenomena, to awaken. No more thought-based. So trust is to eliminate, eliminate the thought-based. May trust that pure nature to move by itself. No more directing it from the thought process. Yeah. So this is what you need to know. Eh? Okay, I'll let you meditate. You can slowly, mindfully, come out of the meditation. Eh? Try to maintain whatever inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness that you have developed for as long as you can. Eh? And after that, we will continue from our second session. <clears throat> second session is meditation reporting, eh? followed by whatever uh, Q&A, question answer, or sharing eh? by the individual, the mind, the delight. Right, you'll be so still, yeah. Uh,所以呃,我就我先从我,呃,因为我在Cameron的那个retreat,我还没有做reporting,对,我先做那个reporting,然后我们慢慢再continue,再度这个,啊,Dama,是啊,对,thank you,是啊,对,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,嗯,
因为我每次背完了 respect， 我会看一下那个 statue 的。当我背完了 respect， 我一看上来的时候，那个阿弥陀佛跟那个观世音菩萨的那 crystal 哦，也是在发光的哦。对，所以我就哎，我就哦，呃，周末今天很像大家都在发光一样。And then 当我们呃三点开课了以后。嗯，哦，不是，就那时四点的时候，你的后面那个 order 哦，啊、有一有一尊那个啊，地上王菩萨，那个啊 ，orange color 小尊的地上王菩萨，在四点的时候，哇，他那个 crystal 哦，很像 spotlight 这样子一色发光，一色发光，然后我就看一下，我以为是啊。那个太阳的反光，哦、我就一直看，哦，哇，它特别的很像来个 spotlight 这样子，一直在发光哦。等过后我每一天，然后等 next few days 我再看回去，哎，又没有了,了、嗯。就 that day 我们开课四点的时候，哇，它特别的亮。好、哦，然后呃，就第二天早上我们在做那个啊、呃、morning 禅定了过后、嗯、早课。做完了，呃，我就被 respect， 又是一样抬起头来，连那个啊，维鲁加那菩萨也是在发光，啊啊、哦，连我就看嘛，哎，旁边两个啊菩萨，哎、嗯，那个普贤菩萨跟文殊师利菩萨也是一样，啊啊、哦，我讲，哎，周末这一次全部很像都在发光，但、啊啊啊、anyway 我讲，哦 ，maybe 是一个啊 phenomenon， 呀呀呀，连就呃过后呃。我就有个 b r o t h e 你啊、呃、，request 讲，呃，我每一天早上，呃，就是 after 那个啊、呃、早课了以后，我要 stay 在那个、呃、大殿，大殿啊、呃、做 meditation， 然后、嗯哦、我就 after that 每一天早上我就在普贤的那个啊菩萨的那个 corner 那边去 meditate， 然后呃过了两天啊、呃、就哦就每一天 meditate， 就有一天啊、呃、就 that day 早上一做完了以后。哇，很，你就整个人哈、哦、很静，嗯，他的那个静哈、哦，就呃，你你你你一做完了，你一出来的时候来，你不懂在哪里这样，对对，你你你不懂在哪里这样，你就很静的这样子，对对,对，其实那个静也没有，它就是一个啦一个呃境界这样子，就是。你不懂你在哪里，你也不懂什么来的，就这样子。对对对。然后慢慢慢慢慢慢慢慢慢的，你才知道哦，我原来啊，哇，你你才坐在这一个啊，原来你是坐在这个大殿里面。然后其实这个 experience 我在 one month retreat 里面，还有我去中国九华山，我在阿弗雷蒂堂弟的家早上 meditate 的时候，我有这个两次的 experience 也是这样子。The moment 我一 end 了那个 meditation， 我一出来，嗯，他完全你他他不是静，他不懂一个哦，完全什么都没有、yeah. ，and then 你也没有 perceive， 你也不知道在哪里，你也没有 perception， 什么都没有，就这样子，然后才慢慢的回来。那我我过后我呃我回来我就在一直在去 contemplate， 不是就这个是我的 understanding， 我觉得这个是一个 pure awareness without perception。你先呃 ，explain first，after I will explain to you。我啊，我讲呃，这个应该是啊，那个时候我出来的时候是，因为我没有 perceive到呃那个 phenomenon。对对。然后我是讲那个时候应该我的 understanding是，它是一个 pure
without this uh, this perception yeah, the yeah. uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. That's why, so not, after that day, 早上的这个 meditation 那一天的下午不然就你在讲那个啊十二因缘的时候我才整个人的能够明白那个对那个三卡拉那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那个那
activity means your like and dislike pleasure. All these activity they are so active in the normal living beings, uh, mundane thinking or mundane thought process. So we call it the thought process. But if you are a meditator, a cultivator, you will know the movement inside. It's actually sankara activity together with the perception. That's why we call it sankara sanya. I write this word down. This word is very important. So this word sankara sanya, this is the one that goes on in the thinking mind or the mundane mind of most living beings. So, sanya is, as you all know, perception. So, the moment you perceive, you, sankara is thinking, mental activity, which is also part of thinking. So, under this mental activity, it will stir into mental states. It's all your mind states, mental formation. Then whatever it forms inside your Monday mind is everything that your mind can do. Huh? Then you have your mental intention or what we call volition. Then we also have your planning, scheming, etc. Is everything that your mind can do. Even including here, the mental states include your fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, and lamentation. So here, this one include your fear, worry, anxiety. Then it also include all the peaceful state, tranquility, peace, inner peace, joy, etc. These are all the mind states. So sometimes, this mind state, they actually are conditioned by your perception. So whatever you perceive through your views, opinion, conditioning, belief system, insecurity or whatever, your mind still develops this mental activity. Then this mental activity can also create mental intention, mental formation. It can form whatever formation that it wants to form. Yeah. Then it can also give rise to what they call planning, scheming, etc. So all these are movement, perceive thing, perceive thing, react stir. So perceive thing, this is react and stir, understand? So here is the reaction and the stirring. Reaction and stirring of mind. So these are the mundane mind activity. Mundane minds activity or movement. So this is the one that is going on. So the content of consciousness, this is also the content of consciousness. Before this content go in, the pure awareness is the receptacle. You remember? Because that one is like the physical experiment, the light bulb lights up. It's like in the seeing, there is only the pure consciousness, seeing or hearing or smell, taste. There is no egoic mind inside there. There is nobody there to perceive. Then think. This one is the 
this thinking comes from your views, opinion, conditioning, and beliefs. This is from memory. So memory created all this. So this one, Sankara, is the accumulation, your memory. So this is the one that actually caused the movement. Your memory are the accumulation of your views, your opinion, your conditioning, your belief system, your phobia, your insecurity, whatever that you hold on within your memory. That's why acting according to memory is not acting at all. This movement, which is egoic, so all these are egoic, mundane minds, activity and movement, which are egoic before you become enlightened. So this one, the Atta is there. That's why when we are able to develop the awareness-based meditation, where we go in deep, like you come to know, there is no perception. Then there is no activity from the brain, and that's all, the memory. That's why you go in and you become more and more peaceful, more and more calm, more and more tranquil, more and more still. Then the awareness nature actually deepens deepen and develop the stability of awareness within which has nothing to do with the mundane mind. So when you are inside there, it's like you don't know who are you. You don't know where you are. It's like you know that nature is just that nature. Like uh, that's why I use the word you are nothing. You are nobody in the sun. You are nothing and nobody means you cannot describe it as a, but that, that one is just a nature, a pure nature. And it cannot come out to live life. That's why the Buddha says Sabe Dhamma Anatta. Anasana. Anatta. Non-self. Not a permanent unchanging entity where you can cling on to, rush on to and say, This is me, this is I, and I can use it to come out to live life. It cannot. Where is just a nature. Uh, you have to understand it from the point like the karmic nature and the spiritual nature. There is a summation of all these things that form the karmic nature. Then the spiritual nature is a summation of all your perfection, cultivation, goodness, wholesomeness, wisdom that form that nature. So the karmic nature is a nature. Spiritual nature is a nature. But our this awareness nature is not accumulation on us now. It was there at the beginning. It's not a summation where you cultivate on us now. But it's called a nature where it was there before the arising of all this. Before the arising of mind and the thought process to create the karmic consciousness that develop into a karmic nature. Then when you cultivate it develop into a spiritual nature where it has got nothing to do with coming anymore. It's all about cultivation, understanding, wisdom, virtue, perfection. So that one also forms a nature. But this awareness nature is the original nature, the true nature. And this is the first to come up from that source on the sun. But neither mean more. Original nature. But life is original nature. From that nature, the first thing to come out is the pure awareness nature. 
Then from the pure awareness nature, it slowly, slowly, it comes until that normal consciousness, the pure awareness. But from there, it stirs and creates thinking to form the mundane mind, which is the third circle, understand? So the first circle is that nature. Then the pure awareness come up. That one is still no egoic mind yet, the pure awareness. And that one is the one you can use to meditate, the daily mindfulness, the awareness. Because you need a free mind in pure awareness to develop the direct seeing, the awakening, to understand. Because from there, it can create thought, the right thought, the wholesome thought, the pure understanding. Otherwise, you cannot communicate, you cannot explain, you cannot develop understanding for a living thing to understand. So that form a mind that come to this existential world need understanding. But the understanding must come from the pure awareness. The pure awareness must have the direct seeing to awaken and the understanding like spontaneously surface. Then when it surfaces, the form and mind understand. That's why you can say the form and mind is enlightened because that wisdom, that awakening is connected to it. So to develop the wisdom, you need the pure awareness through the mundane uh, activity to develop the understanding of how from the pure awareness, the mind stir and react and create the mundane thinking which is egoic and deluded that trigger of the phenomenal world of consciousness to delude living beings to grasp, cling and hold and develop their own suffering. So the seeing of it leads to enlightenment, leads to awakening, leads to the mind that can understand and liberate from it. Uh, that one is called wisdom, Yoniso Manasikara. So once that nature awakened to it, it has this understanding. No need to remember, it has nothing to do with memory. That at the moment of sense experience, every time the form and mind go through life, it will understand. At the moment of sense experience, this understanding, Yoniso Manasikara, which is the wisdom, it will surface. It will prompt you, like spontaneously, you will come up. So wisdom at the moment of sense experience is the one that you need to develop the understanding. That's why when you go through all this, then later on when you stabilize all this understanding, then you will know how you function as a human being, how that form and mind become what it is, how it has fallen and become what it is. Then from there, where you can return all this understanding back to the pure awareness and stay there and develop the stability of it. That's why as a bodhisattva, we will not only locate the gateway, we will go in and develop the movement inside until later on the mundane mind or also will finally collapse. But before the mundane mind collapse, that transformation process depends on the individual cultivator. Different people take different time period to actually stabilize it. But that process can be very long. Then as you go through that, like in the Bodhisattva way, there are five stages of Bohi mind development. The third stage is the Bohi mind that can illuminate that nature. 
to illuminate that nature, you must locate the gateway, then develop the stability of it to go in, to go in and stabilize it until that nature. Actually, as you go in and develop the transformation, a lot of things happen at your heart area and your brain area. A lot of things will happen, right? A lot of transformation, yeah. like what has been going on in my nature since 1989 until now, even after the Monday mind collapse. Here, the heart area, a lot of things happen. Yeah. Then the awareness nature actually developed. developed. It, it becomes like very, very different, very clear inside there and very stable. Then like that nature is... Uh, and very stable. Then it like illuminate this whole nature. Then this whole nature when it, it illuminate, you know what that thing is now. That one, the awareness nature is not the normal mundane mind, the thinking mind. The, the world has never seen this before. Only cultivator of the way that go through the Bodhisattva way, able to locate the gateway to transform, only have the ability to actually go into this type of meditation to witness what is happening within. Then when you're able to go in and develop all this movement, then a lot of things will happen in between. So initially, like what you went through, Alicia, they all went through, Bocheng, they all went through, and some other Kayamita they went through, you're all slowly going in deeper and deeper. But as you come out of it, you will develop some form of understanding. Like for your case, you know, inside there is no perception. Because you have gone beyond the just superficial pure awareness. Understand? You have gone beyond the superficial pure awareness. You actually go deeper into that nature. Then as you stabilize inside, then that thing inside there is no more a movement from the superficial pure awareness to the mundane thinking. So when you release it out and when you come out of it, it takes you a while to come back to your pure awareness or your senses. Then after that, it will start to function again. Understand? But when it starts to function again, especially when you are inside there before you come out, you can see this movement very clearly. How it create, how it create. Then later on, when the cessation comes, whole brain activity all like completely shut down, no more. When the whole brain activity completely shut down, means the pure awareness also no more there. Then here, up here at the brain here, there is no sankara sanya at all, no movement at all. But that one that leads to cessation one is a very clear one. It's different from what you are going. What you all go in one is deeper aspect of the pure awareness, but the whole thing hasn't ceased. Understand? The whole thing hasn't ceased. Maybe in the process, as you all go in, you all may have a glimpse of it or what, which is enough to let you understand uh, what the nature is based on Sakayaditi, means not a permanent unchanging entity, not what you think. Eh? It doesn't belong to you. So the Sakayaditi part where the Sotapan, the first stage of sainthood, and the Sakadagami, second stage of sainthood, 
once they have a glimpse of that, they will know that there is no such thing as you die already, your consciousness will go well. They, they will know there is no such thing. Because the form and mind is not that. They will understand. Because that form and mind is a chemically conditioned form and mind that goes the way of nature. Understand? That one is a fire aggregate of form and mind which is dependent originating, condition arising, cause of phenomena, not a permanent unchanging entity. And that one is not you. Even at the Sotapan level, they will know. That's why in the, what they call, uh, that sutta that we went through, uh, thing is that, uh, what is the name of that sutta already? Last time we, no, no, not the William Jing. Before that, uh, I think it's a Diamond Sutta, if I'm not wrong. Jing Kang Jing. Jing Kang Jing. You remember, inside the Jing Kang Jing, there are a lot of stanza, a lot of chapter. Yeah. But actually, inside there, yeah, there is no real formal teaching on it. But it is the word of the Buddha that is for enlightened being to understand. understand. Everything is like uh, the unconditioned and the condition, like completely reverse on, completely reverse on. So all this understanding yeah, that actually come from through the wisdom that the Buddha has awakened to, that understanding is like contradictory to the existential world no? but in real life it's not contradictory at all because they have the understanding of both sides so when you go through that type of transformation then that type of understanding will surface so all this as you cultivate you will slowly slowly develop the understanding. Then when the understanding surface, it becomes very different. Yeah. So this uh, so-called Mahayana Sutta, especially the Diamond Sutta, Jing Kang Jing, yeah, it's not easy for normal cultivator to comprehend or understand. You need to go through the Bodhisattva way to develop that stability of that nature's understanding that come out of it, then only you can develop the sharing, the stability of understanding to teach, to share, and let the world understand. Yeah. Uh, how did I come to here? Uh, what was it that triggered me to come to explain this part? Um, I was explaining all this, and I, then how did I come to here? Now, later on, when, when you all go back, you will listen to this again. You will develop the understanding. But more important is to know, oh yeah, now I think I recall. Yeah. I try to explain this is because I told you, you may have a glimpse of that cessation. Huh? Now I recall. That glimpse of that cessation can transform you beyond Sotapanna shape and Sakadagami shape. And in the Diamond Sutta is mentioned, even at the level of the Sotapan, 
they will understand that there is no being inside them, no permanent unchanging entity. Even as a sotama, that's why that glimpse of that cessation is very powerful. That glimpse, after they go through, uh, they like can understand the teaching when they pass on. Uh, they can understand the teaching, but not deep enough as the Bodhisattva with the extensive experience and all those things. So this one is normally for the sainthood way. Then after that, as you realize anagami and arahanship, you will go into the cessation of form and mind for longer period. So for longer period, when they come out of it, they will understand more. Understand? How? They will know that there is a nature inside that, which is different. But what that nature is, they haven't developed much understanding. Well, they only develop the ability to go into the cessation for a longer period. Then what is mentioned in the, uh, what they call, uh, Theroda Sutta is, there is a term that they call Nirota Sahampati. So it seems according to the Sutta, when you go into this Nirota Sahampati, it's the complete cessation of form and mind. But sometimes that one is not the real cessation. That one is actually from the jhana. They call it the si chan ba ding. Uh, so that one, when you go in, means sahampati means a type of samadhi that is very deep. They call it apana samadhi and beyond. So nirota is cessation. That mind can actually go into that cessation of what they call uh, perception, perception, and also sankara, thinking. But the pure awareness nature, that one didn't manifest for them because they don't know what that thing is. So when you go into Nirota Sahampati, it's supposed to be longest. They can stay inside there for seven days and seven nights. Seven days. Then they will emerge from it. That's why sometimes these yogi, they go and meditate until they come out of it. Then they equate it as they have realized the cessation for seven days and seven nights. And they come out like normal. But that one is a conditioned state born of very strong apana samadhi that lead to the cessation completely without thought process. Like no thought, nothing. But that one is not the real cessation. But some equate it to the real cessation. But the real cessation, the pure awareness also gone. The one that come out of it, they will understand. It's the like you return to the pure awareness nature. Then from there, the pure awareness ceases and you go through the cessation of form and mind to realize that nature inside the source. But you cannot talk about it, cannot describe it. Then that process happened by itself through wisdom. When there is wisdom, not a conditioned state, not energy field, not the, the very strong concentration, that one, it will just go in. And that one, I remember, you need wisdom. You must reach the level of understanding and wisdom. 
where your mind, the Monday mind, is a free mind, where it reaches the understanding that things also are that, don't think also are that. Then you will just let things sleep. Then all of a sudden, when it happened, nobody knows. That nature will know. But it will go in. As you go in, when you come out also, you cannot decide. If you can decide one, it's a different one. That one is a conditioned state one. Yeah. You, you can, like they say, make a detente and all. No point. You are using the mind to interfere and create all this more. This one, the cessation, it is not supposed to be your time to pass away, to realize Parinibbana and cease. That, that Monday mind, I wouldn't call it the Monday mind, the pure awareness nature will come out again. It will come out from the cessation. But once it come out on the cessation, you will understand very deeply. You will understand very clearly. Where the whole process is like you take birth again. It's like how you come through the birth process. But through the birth process, it's just the rebirth consciousness immediately go through. Then that thing stay inside that. But that birth process during that time, if it's just a rebirth consciousness, that entity which is going through that cannot understand what is going on. It's like a newborn consciousness that doesn't know what is going on. But the one that come out of the cessation, you will understand one. Where the pure awareness will come out. And straight away you aware one. And you know that movement or no. Then how it actually come to your heart area. Then from there, how that consciousness split into three. And remember the one that went up to the brain area here. Immediately when it come out, it's like a dynamo. No? It trigger off this brain no? to actually like operate again. No? So it's like a dynamo. No? It starts this uh, movement again. Like this. Then the brain, the memory, the consciousness, everything, the senses, they start to operate again. No? They start to operate again. Then one at the heart area. That one is responsible for whatever uh, mundane uh, emotion, thinking, and also awareness, everything is there. Then the other one went down to the Tantian. This one is to animate you back into a human being from your mind. Then when these three things come together, then you become animated back into a human. Uh, then initially, I remember, the senses, the sense data take a while to come in. Because you are still quite deep inside. Then that nature inside there that understand will know the sense data coming in. Then you know already you you are going back to that state before you went into the cessation, the mundane uh, living everything, you know it. Then slowly it showed it to you very clear how the perception come in means the sense data. Then how it go to the brain, how it retreat, then how it wants to input the content. You will see the whole process, the twirling, the paticca samopada, you will see. Then how you become what you are. As I say, you will come to understand who are you, what are you, and how you function as a human. 
all this understanding will come back to you. That's why those who go in to the cessation for longer period, then as you come out, you will develop very clear understanding of the dwelling, the paticca, samapada. But for the bodhisattva that go in, they will understand deeper because of their extensive exposure and understanding. They will also understand the karmic nature, the spiritual nature, that true nature, and how all this interact and become what it is. Then the four circle movement, how from the source, the first thing to come out is the pure awareness nature. Then from there, how it triggers off mundane consciousness. Then it input the content to trigger off the mundane thinking. Then from the mundane thinking, huh, that is the mundane mind that trigger off the phenomenal world. That's why upon contact, consciousness come to be. Then the content of consciousness went into your views, opinion on it. Then it project on the cell. Then the wrong perception, like when you see the TV screen uh, or the video in the cinema or whatever, that screen is a blank screen. But because it animates until so real, like the Buddha said, the consciousness is like a magician, create magic, illusion for you to see. It's like so real. You know? Then you, you can be excited by it. Uh, you can cling on to it, grab something. It, it's like can tell you a lot of story. Then you like believe that it's real. But it's just consciousness, understand? Like a white screen, light. Uh, actually, our perception is also just a mental image. But the mental image is like a magician create the illusion for you to see. Like I always share you, you open your eyes. The whole field of vision, the seeing conscious, all this appear. And it's so real, you, know, you can touch it, you, know, you can go and not only perceive it, you, know, you can hold on to it and experience. This is so real. Yes or no? That everything that we come to experience through our senses, they are so real. You know, your hearing, your smell, your taste, your tactile, your consciousness, your whatever mundane projection, even your dreams and all those things. Then the best one is I remember at that time when I was going through this transformation. I used to morning brush my teeth. I look at the mirror. I got a very big mirror in front of me. My uh, master bedroom. We we in the toilet. We got a very big mirror. Then when I was brushing my teeth, I saw the reflection inside there. Then I look at the reflection. I know it's a reflection, but it's so real. You no, know, inside there, understand? Do you realize that? The next time you go and look, whatever you move inside also move. And you know it's a reflection, but it looks so real. Then yeah, when you put your vision beyond the the, the four frame, uh, the screen of the mirror, uh, when you are yeah, beyond that frame, when you are not outside, where you see the mirror and the reflection, that one you know. But when you go inside, uh, means very near to the mirror, but beyond the frame, uh, then you look at what is inside. Uh, you cannot differentiate. It's like in the real world. Except if you are uh, what we call uh, you have that uh, what they call you, you know that it's laterally inverted. 
You know what is laterally inverted? The physics experiment, laterally inverted. You see, here now, I move my right hand. You look at the screen. The screen, I'm moving my left hand. Because here, the perception is, my hand is here, but on the screen, it's reflected that side. But this one is laterally inverted. Because these two hands, see, this one, I move this way, is actually laterally inverted. It is not matching. So when you look inside, it's like so real. No? So even uh, you, you all cannot see. Eh? You, you can see the screen. Eh? Eh? The Kuan Yin is here. Eh? But this Kuan Yin is not behind here. No? This one is Amitabha. No? But this Kuan Yin is actually laterally there. No? Eh? So it's actually an image over here. No? But laterally inverted. That everything uh, is actually literally. That's why you see sometimes the word uh, that is reflected from the mirror out on a literally inverted one. Uh. You cannot read one, no. Understand? No? Where is the, the the ray that actually is literally inverted? Oh. But you have to be on the other side to read. And then it becomes the correct word. So this type of phenomena is what we call in physics laterally inverted yeah. but as you develop more and more understanding when I think you see then you realize no wonder the buddha is so wise consciousness is like a magician it can create that consciousness until you is so real you see the one that we perceive in this room you think is real definitely real world. <laughs> that's all it's like in the mirror no you close your eyes the whole creation is gone now. Understand? No? And how can living being uh, come to the understanding that this is not real? Understand? No? Because there is no way they can understand. To them, is whatever is created through the consciousness is so real. Where they can be conscious, like this table, understand? Our sharing. And, you say this is not real. He say you must be crazy. But when we develop the pure awareness, the pure understanding and the wisdom, then we realize these are all conditioned arising entity. It's a phenomenon. Means dependent originating. Condition arising. When condition cease to be, it cease to be. And how do you know this thing? You need to have a consciousness with its memory and its content. Means Memory, you can only recall it through memory. If there is no being to recall all these two memory, then this is like don't exist at all. Do you understand? It's just like in the mirror, you see the reflection. When you walk away from the mirror, whatever happened inside the mirror, nothing to do with you. But when you look in front of the mirror, it's like, oh, everything is so real. But it's just an image, a reflection. And what your memory trigger out through the what they call Sankara Sanya is exactly like what the Buddha said. Consciousness is like a magician, an illusion, it create illusion for you to, and you think it's real. Then perception is like mirage. 
Understand or not? Whenever you come to perceive, you think real. It's like in the desert. When very dry, you see like there is water, there is like that mirage is the image. Actually, everything that you come to know is that perception, means the mental image that you perceive. And that image, how real can it be? It's just an image, you know, a consciousness. Externally, like I explained, it's already dependent, originating, condition arising, causal phenomena. Not so real. How do you know that this is maybe the fan or the table or the tail? All through your memory, understand? Through your mental perception, the mental image that actually cling and grabs. So externally, dependent originating, not so real. Then how do you know that it is that and that and that? It's because through memory. Memory through mental perception. It's just an image. Even more unreal, understand? So when you see this very clearly, you awaken to it. There is no reality, understand? As real as can be. It's only within the moment. Dependent originating condition, right? Condition cease to be, it cease to be. Then when this one, like a physics experiment, there is no more mind to perceive, there is no reality. Then the mind that perceives and hold on to all this is all memory. That's why you got your karmic conditioning, the karmic nature. Then when you use it to develop wisdom, cultivation, perfection, it becomes the spiritual nature. Then you need to develop understanding of these two natures to live life. Then when you come as a living being, to your form and mind, you need to connect to this, the other nature, which is your true nature, to realize that there is another nature before the mundane mind that developed the karmic nature and the spiritual nature and caused living being yeah, to be what it is. This the samsaric process, the deluded form and mind that believe that he exists and he is a traveler in space and time. That's why consciousness created the continent and the planets and all the solid things. That one is true energy, consciousness. Yeah. Then that traveler in space and time is the mundane mind. That's that, that one is the delusion, the greatest delusion. You think you exist. You think you are a traveler in space and time. You think that coming process that bring you back is real and understand. Every life you come, you become what, you become what, all the 31 plane of existence. But you cannot understand all this is because all these are not real. Understand? Because it's just phenomena, dependent, originating, condition arising. That's why the Mandarin description is very good. Each year, you wave. You wave means what? Condition number. You wave. Condition number. That's why without condition, nothing arrives. That's why we call it the condition wall. The condition wall of consciousness. So, all this understanding, when you go through the transformation, the awareness nature, when this awareness nature come out and see all this, it will awaken that it will not be deceived by the phenomenal world. Then the consciousness, the form and mind, will fail to have any power over the so-called living being. 
So because of that, that form and mind, that living being that developed a clear understanding liberates free. So that wisdom that is connected to the form and mind is very important. That's why that Yoniso Manasikara, the wisdom at the moment. But this Yoniso Manasikara is very funny or not. You cannot bring along or not. Once the form and mind disperse, I mean, gone already. It gone with the form and mind. But your spiritual perfection and your karmic nature, they are still there. That's why every life you come, the karmic nature will immediately take control. You are born of it, air to it, condition, supported by it, and you are what you are. But your spiritual nature, you cannot connect with it. You must develop the ability to meditate until you touch that nature. You know? Have a glimpse of the pure awareness or the true mind. Yeah. Then when you stabilize that one, then you start to slowly, slowly develop the ability to inherit. To me, the real understanding can only come after you have detected the gateway. If you have not detected the gateway, uh, that spiritual nature, you've got nothing much to inherit, I can tell you. But the sainthood way, they, they got some coming past, uh, uh, past cultivation and all those things. So as you go through the sainthood way, they will actually uh, inherit a little bit of their past to enable them to go through the sainthood way. But apart from there, there, they have very little uh, what they call accumulated spiritual nature to enable them to realize the gateway to do all the training inside the transformation. That one they don't have. No. That's why they cannot touch the gateway. That's why most of those people, unless they met with great beings, Sama Samudha, then they make the Bodhisattva wow, then they develop the cultivation then it has to go through that process to actually develop the ability to come continuously as a bodhisattva, then connect to that nature and actually develop the movement inside to go that way. And then after that, they will have a more developed spiritual nature that enable them to cultivate this way. That's why when you have all this understanding, you cannot blame the Mahayana for saying, the sainthood way is actually just to them is superficial wisdom. It's not the type of wisdom that Bodhisattva go through one, where you develop understanding of that nature. So this type of understanding you need to go through to develop it. So don't worry, the time will come. For those who have the past, they will actually develop all this. But even if you don't have that type of past, for you to have the condition to listen to all this and develop the affinity, if you know how to make use of it, like I said, because this is the period of the sasana, then you make affirmation on the sasana, like the bodhisattva, the yellow card. This understanding, you stabilize it this time, then you add it on. Life after life, whenever you have to come or you choose to come, you will have this right view, right understanding and all this so that you don't have to wait till like every life, you need to connect, develop the cultivation and start again. 
that vow, the Mohi mind that you have wanted, develop the affirmation and all things, and you invoke your power of marriage for causes and condition for you to have this understanding, life after life, whenever you need to come, or you choose to come, or you have to come, you will also have this understanding. And then that one will trigger off. Then later on, even without sasana, that Bohi mind that is developed or very established with well planted, yeah, with faith, sincerity, and perseverance. And that one will be activated. Oh, that one will actually uh, develop the movement by itself, even without the sasana. That nature inside there will be there. It, it will have that movement. Then when you come as a form of mind in any of those rites, especially when you come in the human rite, yeah, you will develop the understanding of this, that bohi mind, that bohi mind that has been planted with that understanding, uh, it will activate by itself or not. Then whenever you go through life, you experience life, whatever that you experience uh, during that life, uh, it will trigger off understanding or not. That, that understanding is based on your Bohi mind's affirmation, understand not? your Bodhisattva vow and all those things. So it will activate and you don't need a sasana to understand all this. Uh. Then you suddenly like understand uh, the Rupang Anichang, Rupang Anatta, all those things, the five aggregate. You will know or not. No need sasana. Those that need sasana is because they haven't developed the cultivation before. They don't know this bodhisattva. Well. They don't know how to develop it. Well, most of the time, all this bodhisattva vow well, that people teach, they only teach you how to make the affirmation to go this way. Plant the seed of bodhi means the aspiration to go this way and take the four basic vow as the initial process. Then after that, you continue, you continue, continue. But they miss that part. Whenever you have a chance to develop the understanding, especially during this sasana, if you don't develop the aspiration through power of merits to have all this right view and right understanding life after life, whenever you come, or when you choose to come or have to come, you must have this understanding. Unless you make the affirmation, that is the one that I supposed to bring, my nature is supposed to bring to the world. Yeah. That is what Maitre wants me to pass down. Yeah. And this is the one that can enable living beings to progress very fast. So for your sharing, it's very good. Yeah? So, so at least after my explanation and based on your own understanding, you also know when you are inside there, there is no perception, nothing. That's why you don't know where you are. You don't know what this thing is. It takes you a while before the egoic mind can come back, before you can come back to normal consciousness and uh, develop the normal living again. So you will continue to experience all this and understand all this. Then you have to just develop the faith. And as a, the faith means, that's why I say all this manifestation, uh, like just now he said, all the great beings uh, that has this brilliant 
light from their forehead or whatever, is to give you faith. You know, when the time comes, when the causes and conditions are there, not only so many Kayamita have the ability to witness all those things. Sometimes it just come. Then it's for your nature to see. Other people cannot see. Yeah. Then sometimes quite a number of Kayamita can see. And all these things always happen eh? when I in this Cameron Highlands, some poor temple there. But there, a lot of great beings nature there. Uh, a lot of things manifest there. Uh, there's sometimes on spiritual trip, uh, which also happen, but not so often as the retreat. The, the retreat, when we are there for eight days, actually you have the sensitivity and understanding. I tell you, you will rejoice like anything. You will never understand what is going on there. A lot of things happen on every of the retreat, even the five days. And most of the time, it's the eight days. And those who have that awareness nature, the ability to be sensitive, they will sense it one, they will know it. Yeah. And all this, what they call phenomena that arise, is for you to develop the faith. But sometimes you need to have this very strong sadha, the faith, to drive you, to move you to tears and to joy and all those things. Then when that thing comes, the affirmation you make, the added plan you make, become very different. Then you really go all up, go all up. And when you do it, during that time you understand it, you really go in one. No, that one really, the, the aspiration or the added plan, the affirmation really go into the nature's law and it become very, very firmly planted there. And that one will nature, that one will move by itself. And that one is for Kayamita's cultivation. That's why unless you go through all this, you can never develop the understanding of what happened. Okay? Sadh, sadh, sadh. You can continue also. Well, Barretio Kang said this aspiration very wonderful. Aspiration is from Sankara, Sanya, Limit, step by step, the explain like a pure awareness and how to continue to cultivate and how to continue to cultivate and how to further the understanding and further the explanation that's why when you come out and based on what I explained you recollect back and then you will know this is what is happening and to have the stability of this understanding the normal scene we cannot understand one I, I still remember that time when I go through that thing uh, in the early, where 86 until 89, I was developing all this. Before I met my last guy that actually helped me to locate the gateway, my understanding already there. But at that time, I must admit that nature one inside there I haven't really developed the deep understanding because I need to connect. I need to connect. And because of my nature and my uh, pure uh, aditana, because I have this miscellaneous vow that I actually added on. My nature vow, at any one time when my nature arrives, it must be during transition period for me to understand a lot of things. Then at the same time, I developed the vow 
to have the causes and conditions to understand the highest wisdom at that time. At any time, whenever my nature arrives. Based independent of religion, or independent of whether it must be Buddhism or the Mount. No need. The highest wisdom at any one time when my nature arrives. And then the last guy has to come. That's why he has to open up this one and let me uh, cut short my training for at least 10 to 15 years. Then after that, when this one happened, I inherit from my spiritual nature. That's why I come to know. Then after that, I realize, how come like that one? Suddenly, uh, I can understand a lot of things that I never learned this life. I never learned this life. Then how can I understand? And I know how to teach people how to develop the cultivation, develop the affirmation, and how to turn around, break coming obstruction, and how to take on the bound. It's because in the past, my nature has done. But I need to inherit. To inherit, I need to locate the gateway. So that's why all this, after it happened, then that accelerated my understanding. Because when that thing happened, when he located my gateway, I don't need him really. After that, I know how to do myself. Then I developed my own movement until the Monday mind collapsed. Then I, actually before my Monday mind collapsed, I already started inheriting. Really. There are a lot of things I start to understand. Really. Then after that, uh, all the Maya teaching and all those things, uh, I understand. Uh, I don't need anybody to teach me. Uh, uh. Then after that period, uh, I saw all this movement. That's why I keep on telling you all, you will come to understand who are you, what are you, and how you function as a living being, and the secret of life, and link the whole of understanding of life, you know, both the mundane and the supramundane. All this happened because after he located, he just showed me, not located, showed me where the gateway is. Then from there, the whole movement come back. Then I inherited. Then after that, I developed all the stability. That's why I have all this understanding, which already uh, in the year 89. If I not met my last guy, it will have to take another 10 to 15 years before I develop, I locate my own gateway and develop the thing. But finally, when I look back, not much different. You know why? Because I can only come out in 2004, also 15 years later, which is exactly what I need. But the difference is, because I connect early, I develop the stability and understanding early, then by the time I come out, I already have all this understanding. Otherwise, if I locate my own, by the time I maybe locate that thing, means 2004, I only started develop the training of the gateway to cause my Monday mind to collapse, maybe in the year 2004. So that time, my nature haven't actually inherited everything yet. So it may take a while. But because of what happened, that's why the moment I come out to share, I already have all this understanding. That's why I set the three conditions, I formed the Kayamita. So now you look back, huh? What I decided to do and share, I never changed anything. Since that day I decided until now, all my sharing, everything, 
you go and listen to all those things. It was already there. And nothing has changed. No? The fire green, everything is still the same. No? Since the day I started sharing, it's become I connect earlier. I inherit that. The understanding once it comes, all of the past come back. That's why this bodhisattva way, you may not understand what it is. When you understand, you will really have a shock of your life. And this is possible. Because like I always share with you all, if the cultivation takes eons and eons and eons, every life you come, it takes you so long to connect. By the time you connect, you're about to die. And you talk about cultivation. And you have to continue with that perfection. How can you do that? That's why it takes so long. That's why this, the purpose of my nature is, the message of my career is to actually speed up all this and cut short all this because I did it that way. In the past, I made this anitan. That's why whenever I come, like this life, since young, I look back, a lot of things happened to me you know, before I even know the Dhamma and the meditation, you know, like our body experience, you know, my mother, Ang Pao, the two dollar one, when I was very young, eight years old, nine years old, it showed it to me, the sign, everything. Then, how did I have all this ability? Because I have cultivated before. Then, these are the glimpses that must come to me. Then when the time for me to move, which is when I was in Fort Fire, I remember, 1971, then I contemplated, I looked at the sky, then the probe came, the search came, the inner nature starts to probe. Who am I? What am I? How come the universe is so uh, extensive? And I'm only one of the five, six billion living beings one of the miserable living on this planet which is so insignificant. Then who am I? What am I? Inside, suddenly the nature say, you must meditate to understand. So I left it at that. Then after that, I went to Form 6. I received the first book, the first edition of Chief Reva. That's why the book come, the teacher come, the guy come. Everything come. Then the moment I saw the Four Noble Truth, I knew already. No need to search really. This is it. That's why after that, everything just happened. The rest is history. And how did I have all this? It's because of this understanding, the yellow card one that I teach you. That's why after that, I don't need anybody teach me or no. The Theravada teaching actually, all my teachers cannot teach like that. But how come I can teach you like that and develop the understanding to merge with my and It's because of the past understanding. And a lot of things that I teach you, this life I never learned from anybody. Yeah. But there are teachers and guides that help me uh, in different aspects. Yeah. Like Xianhua is the vow, uh, not the vow, the refuge, and the initial teaching. Yeah. And also, uh, after that, I think the other guy and all those things. These are the causes and conditions that my nature needs to inherit, to receive, and to actually develop the movement. And because of what I have gone through, that's why Maitreya knew my nature has this ability to explain the true teaching. 
That's why I asked Jin Hao to put it inside there. Because Jin Hao wrote me the, the asked me to fill in the slide, huh? Dhamma slide, to actually uh, help Kayanamita. So that slide actually is very good. Huh? My nature's movement uh, mission in this line uh, is to just do these two things. First is to share my nature's understanding of the true teaching, the Buddha Dharma. Yeah. The real teaching yeah, which I have already shared, especially the Sainthood way, then later on the Bodhisattva way. But the Bodhisattva way one is the second uh, mission. That one is uh, after Kuan Yin came in 1986 with the message for my nature to move fast, not much time left. Then Maitreya came and requested my nature to come out and share the true teaching. He just mentioned the word true teaching, but my nature know what he want me to do. It's not only share the true understanding of the teaching, but the Bodhisattva way. My nature at that time knew I was actually full of joy and came to tears. And my nature even said, you are the great being, Samasambuddha. You no need to be so polite. You just instruct, my nature will do. Uh, that's why this one, straight away, affirm, no problem, I will do it. Then immediately after that, uh, that's why 204 I come out. Then 208, uh, a lot of things happen now. The first batch is not supposed to receive all this one. Uh, most of them left. Uh, and a lot of things happen. Then after that, the the Subang side, Sui An, Mifo, Engbi, they all, uh, the Klang side all. Then, very strange after that, all the other Buddhist society uh, start inviting me uh, to go and give talk and all those things. Last time, I don't have one. Uh, last time, only the first batch. There are very few people know me. Only the Brickfield people and my old group, which was with me. Then, after 2008, uh, a lot of things happened now. Uh, a lot of things happen now. So then all the Buddhist society, they start to invite me on until I had to like tell some of them. Uh, I said, I just don't have the time. We have my commitment Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, last time Sunday and Saturday, four days a week. Actually. And here also I cannot cope with it. That's why even the one in uh, Kajang Sai, uh, there is a Buddhist society there. They also wrote to me. Uh, that one I have to turn that down. Uh, but I went to Putrahai. I went to find. Uh, and I went to a few other of these places, even Yanpa, uh, and Malaika, and all those things. Uh, so all these are the causes and conditions that will manifest for you to develop understanding. Okay, you better continue. Huh? So, uh, are you eight minutes? Uh, can you summarize? Uh, uh, Alright，呃，Brother，我最近是听那些达玛talk跟那个short video，哇，我觉得很beautiful的，就是我们的这个啊达玛的sharing，的understanding，一直involve到今天，哇，非常的好，非常的呃丰富啊，它里面哦很r
啊，立我们怎样的去 cultivate 哦，怎样的有 faith 的哈、哦、，walk on this path 呀，我去 involve 哇，真的是很多的那种，听了以后很多的感恩，对对对。然后呃呃，感恩 Brazil， 你这几年来一直很不断的，一直在带我们，哦，一直去做这些 sharing step by step 的，哦，哇，尤其你摸到今天，真的今天，尤其最近的那些 Dharma talk， 哇，不一样了，对对，非常的不一样。especially 今天也是哇， yeah, 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 很 rich 的那种 contents， 哦，让我们去 build up 我们的这个 understanding。是吧？嗯，那所以你们。Can recall if you can recall in the earlier I used to tell you, what my nature has realized is like the leaf in the forest. Oh, there are a lot more things. Oh, that you all can develop the understanding when I share. But you need causes and condition. So at that time there was no causes and condition. But after that, ah, surprisingly, oh, from 二零零八 onwards, oh, a lot of things happened. Oh. Then two o one five is the best. That time the Bodhisattva way start. Uh, actually, 二零一二那个 Miss Lee 来 invite me to the Wu Bing Jing Sir to share the Heart Sutta. The Heart Sutta want to come out already. Oh, that's why 那个 almost fifteen months of sharing. Oh, that one ah, we continue after that with Liu Chu Tan Jing. Oh. And it's meant to be one. Uh, then the four foundation of mindfulness, everything. Uh, so all the teachings are supposed to come out. Uh. Then after that, we are two or one two. Ah, three years later, ah, Buddha Dao just came out. Two or one five. That's why they had to accelerate it. I didn't do anything. The message come, the instruction come in two or eight, and everything just happened. Uh, That's why you look back, ah, you such a mistake, ma? Will such a mistake? No reason. It's because everything is already set and set up. It's meant to be the causes and condition already there. That's why all this will unfold and it will manifest. And it is because of what that nature is and your affinity. All this become possible. So you can't wait to like you saw Jin Hao because he more often come and see me recently is because whenever Sui went back to the JB he take over, then he used to invite me for lunch or dinner or whatever. Then we talk. Then now he developed the understanding like how fortunate you all are for having all these condition like Chupolian and. He and also sometimes when you used to say, say luckily brother do SS two, not too far. Otherwise, cannot. Then you, 刚好 within your vicinity, you know, and you all also stay and didn't get lost. A lot of them went missing. So all this is like meant to be. Then like Jin Hao, although take. Quite a while to develop the faith and understanding, but the moment he understand, he make a lot of information. That's why these few years since two o one seven, after the he started to volunteer for the website, he listen 
and he know what this thing is now. So he developed the faith, and that's why a lot of things happen. Even his life also changed uh, for the better. Uh, the family, financial side, everything for the better. And all this is because of the beauty of the Dhamma. And all these are possible because of the causes and conditions. So all this activity and movement, like I always say, I didn't do anything actually this time when I come. I just echo and flow. No condition, nothing happened. But causes and conditions keep on unfolding. Now. That you will manifest. Uh, like our next year trip, Uttaisana, is also meant to be that it will happen. Otherwise, nothing will happen. Then you look back, uh, the MCOR, actually is a blessing in this year. It's meant to be. If no MCOR, Pucheng won't be able to move so fast. Then our sharing will not be what it is today. That's why everything is meant to be. But if Sui don't come back, the website also won't come in. Uh, and Jinhao, they also cannot move it to this space. Uh, so a lot of things, you need causes and conditions. Yeah? Okay, uh, two more minutes. Uh, so, how you so much? Continue to stay. Well, you may be... Uh, and also to find a teacher that has this type of understanding and exposure is because I realize uh, to come as a form of Maya, to have this ability to share and teach uh, is not easy. That's why without the Kuan Yin's protection uh, of this form of Maya, not easy. Uh, this one very easily uh, get into trouble. Uh. That's why I say the form of mind needs protection. It's very fragile and, and very uh, easily destroyed. Uh, so all this understanding, you need to have them. That's why without all this, uh, it's not easy to actually pave the way for all this great beings nature, the form of mind to come. But this form of mind, you must have the gateway and the nature that we can actually develop the movement and understand. But this form of mind is very fragile. Because it's just a form of mind. So no different from any human being. No. It's just a form of mind. So all this is actually, when you have the understanding, that it becomes possible. Otherwise, not possible. Okay, good. So we stop here, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Okay. Sad, sad, Then we will do the sharing of marriage, transform marriage. Then after that, we will end the whole thing. Huh?
session, eh? so the